Welcome to Podcasting for the Right Reasons, where ABC showed us the oldest drama they have. The most ancient oldest drama, drama of old. And we are bringing that analysis. Because I've never <laughs> seen either of these people in my life. Right. I take like, it back. I've seen Trista once, but that's really? it. Really? She they did that Bachelorette reunion special last year. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. And I watched I that, and that was the first time I'd seen that. Trista. Yeah. Well, I, hey guys, we're back. I'm Renmardia. My name is Brennan. It's good to have everybody back for yes. another another week of recaps. Recapping, like we said, the oldest of olds, and Brennan has never seen it. Like this is this is for you. I feel like this is like Civil War. Like you read, read you read about this in history books and textbooks, and now you're finally watching footage, right? <laughs> or 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 the first time you learn about the Vietnam War in history class where they show you news coverage, right? Right. This is this. So this is your Vietnam War. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds. That's a bad example. But um. But yeah. So okay. How did you feel? How did you feel going all the way back and seeing the? origin story of the entire franchise it was really funny to hear chris explain how the show worked right because it had never been done before so everyone was literally just listening and you know taking his cue so yeah when i started watching colton's season i just had to learn as we went Mm -hmm. because nobody would ask me like is that normal is that what people usually do because like it's just the, the show just happened Mm-hmm. Like nobody, people are like, yeah, group dates, one on ones. I'm just like, oh, okay, group date, one on one. Yeah, okay, yeah. those are words. Those are words I should know. Yeah, I remember watching Alex Michelle's season. Was it was it 2002? Is I think that... that's what they said. Yeah. Okay, so that means depending on what time of the year 2002 was, I was in ninth grade, and so I remember watching it with my mom and my dad. I don't remember my sister watching it, but. I remember watching it with my family um, and every week just being like, how is it? I, I just remember saying to my parents, I was like, how's this going to work? This is going to be so dumb. Why am I watching this? And they <laughs> run the previews and I was like, oh gosh, okay, fine. I'll watch it. And I think my dad got into it, which he still to this day will not admit that he is into it, that he watches <laughs> it every Monday with my wait, mom. Wait, 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 wait. You've been watching this for 18 years, but he yes. refuses to admit that he likes it. Oh, for sure. There's yeah. nothing that I've done. There's nothing that anybody's done for 18 years other than their job that they don't like. Right. So if you ask me, he'll be like, I don't watch that garbage. But yet on Monday nights, there he is. <laughs> I think you just called. I hope so your dad doesn't listen because you just called him out. But I sure did. I sure did. I put it like I put him on front street. Is that what the kids say these days? <laughs> I don't know. I've never heard I that. No, I heard it somewhere. But yeah, so dad, if you ever decide, no, you did to put him on blast. Podcast, you are on blast. Everyone knows you love the Bachelor or Bachelorette. I'm sure, I'm sure he'll he'll be like, um, no, that's false. And my daughter's spreading lies. <laughs> it's been 18 years. But the, the... 18, it's 18 years. Wow. When you said that number, I was like, hang on a second. That is accurate, though. Yeah. Yeah, that would have made me 15 years old. I would have been in ninth grade, so you're correct. I just did the math just in case. I was like, hang on, where does that put me? 
Um, but yeah, so this was the beginning of all of the most dramatic seasons yet. This, so that this makes this um, actually the most dramatic season ever because it was the first. Absolutely. <laughs> the only one. But yeah, it was... There were some interesting things that I enjoyed watching about that. I enjoyed watching uh, Chris and Alex in their horribly untailored suits. Oh, my goodness. And Chris even said, I don't know why there weren't tailors in 2002, but what in the world? Like, the box, the boxiness of those suits was incredible. And, like, the suits didn't fit. They just straight up didn't fit them. No. And did men... Did, did men wear suits like that? I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just having. A, I, they were on TV. He was there to find love. They didn't have a tailor. <laughs> they can. I, they can. They can rent a private jet for Vegas, but they can't find him a suit that fits. Right. I'm. I'm like, what is? What is actually happening? I, I would have been in that group of girls and seen that suit and just said, okay, well. <laughs> We'll see how this goes. <laughs> no <laughs> expectations. We're just here for fun. Right, right. But my goodness. So, yeah, and Chris Harrison was a baby. Yeah. But he still looks the same. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you think of the mansion? Uh, underwhelming. Right. Now it's like, I guess the renovations and modernizations that they've made are, like, make it beautiful. But J- yeah. Just the... Just the driveway itself. Right. I'm like, oh, no one even watered this driveway. No, no one cared. No <laughs> one cared. There was no lighting. It was just fluorescent lighting, I felt like. There was not. <laughs> I think you know. did during the daytime. And what I loved, what I loved, my, one of my first notes um, on here was that everyone looks like they're on a business trip. <laughs> I couldn't even get that out without that. <laughs> <laughs> No, Everyone the, there looked like they were straight up on a business trip. And this was Everyone. a this was a conversation that I wasn't I was at work Monday night, so my mom and my dad were watching it in a group text with me, but texting each other while I'm working, <laughs> which is just great in and of itself. But yes. they they made an interesting po- point about the girls in Alex's season, saying that they seem they're a different kind of pretty than the girls are now. Okay, I would say that that is true. That is true because they they seems like um, your everyday pretty, you know. Yeah, this, and, and not that they weren't not that they weren't good looking, but they seems like your normal real life pretty. Like Shannon and Trista uh-huh. are a different kind of pretty than Alea and Hannah Ann. Yeah, yeah. Which Trista is really pretty though. No, Trista. No, I, today, like I'm like I really love the color that she's done with her hair. I, I almost, like, I felt weird putting Trista in that group because I feel like Trista's more modern Bachelor pretty. Like, Trista would have been put on this season. Yeah, yeah. And I think that I also, when I was looking at Trista's season recap, you know, her whole personality and how fun she is, she kind of reminded me a little bit of JoJo. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. Yeah, kind of okay. that, uh, I was like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm no, that, thinking, but it was a humor. Like the down to earth, goofy, quirky kind of personality. No, I agree. There was yeah. definitely, I definitely got shades of that kind of being a bachelorette that they like to keep going back to. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that Trista was great. But um, yeah, so let's kick it back to Alex for um, a hot minute. Um, the fa- so, I want to point out the like, fact that, like, I don't know how much, like, Chris obviously kept pointing out the fact that they keep trying to reach out to Alex and he doesn't want to be a part of it. Right. Like, what is he, like, is he just, okay, well, I was the Bachelor, and it was fine, and didn't really work out for me, so I'm done? I'm confused, because that girl, um, oh, what was her name? Oh, Shannon. I say that girl so casually. Shannon, when she said that she ran into him um, on Good Morning America, and they were doing, like, a Bachelor, former Bachelor contestants doing the weather, which I have no recollection of whatsoever, but when she was saying that they did that, and she ran into him backstage for, like, a brief minute wasn't wasn't it her that said that uh yeah 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 Yeah. and so um but she hasn't seen him since so obviously he was in on the franchise and bachelor nation early on but then i guess he just dropped off the face of the earth like i'm i'm wondering though is if it really is that like witness protection-esque that they really can't locate him or if he's repeatedly just said i don't want to do it guys and they're like well we have to make it look fancy I mean, and maybe, and maybe like they, off the grid. I doubt he's off the grid, but it's, it's probably like emails and phone calls go unanswered. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Cause the way that Chris says it though, like we don't know where he is, you know, or we, we tried and reached out, but we can't find him. And I'm like, he has probably just been like, nope, sorry. Cause well, somebody even... has to be like, yeah, I know Alex. I dated him last year or I know Alex. He's a friend of my brother's or something. Right. Like I mean, I okay, yeah, they probably. His name. <laughs> it's probably it's probably over over exaggerated for TV, but they're probably just like, okay, well, we keep trying to contact him, and he doesn't want to be any part of this at all. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Which I mean, it's whatever they got what they needed out of him. It's so like he he helped to build this. Yeah. And now he's like, he doesn't want to be a part of it. It's kind of like that guy who played the nice doctor on Doctor Who and revitalized the franchise and then when they're like let's let's get all the doctors together he's like nope I yeah. do movies now <laughs> <laughs> what's his name I don't Chris remember do you ever watch Doctor Who no okay me neither I'm not a nerd <laughs> <laughs> I don't love it and watch it all the time <laughs> anyway those of you out there that are listening and do like it you know what I'm talking about it's a whole thing. <laughs> but, so, okay. So, with Alex, though, what I thought was very interesting, too, is the way that they started his um, they started his season by telling us who he is. Um, I think he, correct me if I'm wrong, he went to Harvard, was it? He went to Harvard and then Stanford. Yeah, and he, what was he, a history major? And was Hist- it history and English or something? History and English, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, I thought that was, that was cool, the way they laid that out, but I thought they were a little hard on him about being a nerd. The way that they were like, he doesn't look like he doesn't look like he would have been the bachelor, but you know, some contact lenses and and being in the pool, you know, here he is. Right, that was rough, like, man. I know. I was like, how are you going to be like? He was ugly, but now he's good looking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! But I wouldn't put it past this franchise though to be something. I don't know. I guess it would be a little more uh, low key. Back then, it was just, it is what it is. He was ugly, and now he's cute. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so I thought that was interesting, and the fact that they interviewed his dad, too. 
you know, he's talking about how he wants to find love and all of this stuff. The way that it was all set up, the beginning of that made me think of the setup of Undercover Boss. <laughs> <laughs> like, you meet their family. And, <laughs> um, but it all of a sudden, he, he cuts his hair different and they give him contacts and they give him a fake mustache. Like, right, right. Like, his name was Alex Michelle. Now it's Richard. Over. Now it's Richard. <laughs> And Richard's going to tour the country. Like, Wait, I know this guy from somewhere, but who who is he? Now Richard's going to tour the ton- country seeing if all his Dairy Queens work well. Right. <laughs> I love that show, by the way. I love I love me some undercover it's boss. It's such a ridiculous I premise. No shame. No freaking shame. I love it. If, okay, but like at the same time, do these employees really not think it's undercover boss? Sometimes they, they figure it out. Sometimes they're like, I saw his picture on the wall at the convention last year. They yeah, but if you out. do, you do, you got to give him some sob story so you get something out of it. But oh then my gosh, just pretend you're, you're just a hard worker. Oh, gosh. You certainly That's can't a- be a bad employee because then you right. may not make it through the episode. My goodness. My goodness. But speaking of sob stories. No, that's terrible. His his whole season wasn't sob story. That was a rude segue. <laughs> it was fine. Um, but yeah, so Alex, you know, he's gone to Harvard and Stanford. He is, um, he's a catch, okay? And so, you know, he's ready to find love. He's ready to settle down and be with someone forever. Um, even the conversations with him and Chris cracked me up because I was like, I feel like this is a job interview. <laughs> Like, everything about it reminded me of a business trip, everything. And when I saw, like, the girls get out of the limos, too, and I was like, what are you wearing? What are you wearing, Karen? Like, why? Like, you're just, I don't I don't know. I don't know what it is, but 2002, that's what it was. Yeah. But what did you think of all of the limo exits? They were normal. It was or... it was boring. I'm glad I didn't watch it live. I'm like I'm glad I didn't go back to watch it compared to now. They just so walk up and say boring. hi. My name is Amanda. I'm 23 from Tick, Kansas. It's nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you. And then they walk inside. Unbelievably boring. I was wondering if you would if you found that oh the my, same way. It was like I was like, what? like where there's no costumes. Nope. There's no weird tying someone's hands behind their back and kissing them like what nope nope nobody takes somebody over into the rest of the like the lot and is like let's play catch let's pretend we're in field of dreams or something like that like, nothing <laughs> no no it's just normal people so but yeah um i think also what cracked me up and i really did i, I honestly mean when i say that i cracked up i laughed out loud for at least a good 10 seconds was the length of those roses when Chris Harrison is like, here's, um, I have, what was it, how X amount of 15 stem long stemmed roses. roses. Like, I was like, what the heck? And are they going to prick somebody every time he hands them to them? It's like, like, did you see those roses? Yeah. Like, what in the world? <laughs> I died. I'd be I like, I, can it. I, can I just like pretend to hold it? I could not handle it when I saw those roses. It's like, Wow. They've come a long way. Yeah. This franchise has come a long way. Um, Did you know the roses are still real? That they are, You said they're not real? No, they are real. Oh, yeah. They ship them to every city they're going to. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I was I was figured that they were real. Yeah. That's why I'm making fun of them, because they were long-stem roses. <laughs> 
but I did not know that they shipped them. Yeah. Why don't they just find roses in the seasons that are this, the places that they're at? I don't know. Look, I don't make the rules. I just heard Chris state in an interview. Huh. Interesting. You asked me the question like I'm the producer. <laughs> you said, I don't know. <laughs> we need to find someone else. We need to find someone that knows. I'd be why, like, oddly why enough. Why they find freaking roses in the, in the cities that they're in? I'd be like, There's oddly enough, I'm there. not Mike Fleiss. Don't ask me these questions. Like, what? Uh, maybe they're, maybe it's the climate. No, no, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it does. I don't know. You out there, anyone out there that's listening, comment on, on our Twitter or Instagram. Tell us like, why they don't do, why they can't find roses in the, in the cities that they're in. No, that's right. The, ins- the Instagram is at podcasting for the right reasons. The Twitter at right reasons pod. That's us. Shameless, shameless plug. Well, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a shameless plug if it's on our own platform. Okay, it's a shameless plug if you keep mentioning it within the episode. Oh, that's true. Okay, yeah. I'll just mention it one more at the end, and then we'll be good. Right. I might just start, like, saying it all the time. Okay, so let's get into some of these people that really stood out for me. Shannon, did you believe that this was the place for her? Uh, no. <laughs> it almost no. felt like, I'm just like, I understand, like, like now... People go on for a bunch of different reasons, but the very first Bachelor season, other than finding love in six weeks, there was no other reason to be on the show. Listen, girl was like, um, don't kiss me, don't hug me, <laughs> don't... <laughs> don't kiss me or hug me, I'm going to be upset when you kiss other girls, and then if we go to the fantasy tweet, I'm definitely not going to sleep with you. She was so offended when he asked her a question on the date about, oh, she has these rules about being a good girl. What else is included in those rules? You know, um, I can't remember if he asked her about sex outright or not, or if he was implying. I think think he did ask. Okay. And the way that she was like, I'm not going to answer that. And then on the ski trip date, apparently, when he leaned in for a tiny peck and she was like, nope. I, I again, laughed out loud harder than I did at those roses. Like, that was so funny to me. No, Shannon, Shannon, I want to say that she should have known what she was getting herself into, but did anyone on that season? But also, if you're someone who doesn't kiss people so you've been dating forever, mm-hmm. a six-week TV show relationship where you're competing with 24 other women, women, is just yeah. that there were some things that she knew just as part of the casting process. That's true. There's 24 true. other women. You're going to be gone for possibly up to six weeks. What I really loved um, seeing though, in these episodes was um, the, the politeness, the level of, of like, is it okay if I kiss you or, you know, Oh, well it's the first date. So give me a peck here. You know, yeah. like Trista was on a on a date and she was like, oh, well, you know. Um, but yeah, to go back to Shannon, though, when he told that story about the princess getting her dress and going, you know, she came to, was it, she came to Vegas or wherever with jeans and then she got a new dress and then she kissed a, a frog and he became a prince. And she was like, well, does that frog know that I don't kiss on the first date? And it was like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> That's yeah, what I th- felt like happened. 
That was just I like not handle that. I was like, wait, oh. As I'm watching, oh. I'm just like, there's no social media. This show has never been on before, so you don't even know if anyone's going to watch it, and you're not going to kiss him. Like, why are you here? And I mean, I understand being like, it's the first date. We're not going to kiss. But now, now the way the franchise has evolved, like, and this, I don't know. I, I think, yeah, in this in this realm. When you are on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, it is dating accelerated. So it is like, okay, the first date can be counted as you sitting, you taking that person aside and sitting and talking to them. You know, now people kiss everybody. But then there was such concern, you know, um, and I'm sure we'll get to the other girls. I'll bring her up once we go down the list. But there was just a bit of concern, you know, even with the first kiss in Bachelor Nation, you know? With with Um, Laniz. Yeah. So with Laniz under those bridges, and that was a kiss for sure. Yeah, for sure. And then every, every bridge that they would go under, they were supposed to kiss. And he was worried that what, what the other women would think about it if they found out that he had kissed someone now it's like pull them aside. You can make out as they watch you out the window. Yeah. And so I thought that was so funny to see the first bachelor kiss and it'd be like, Oh no, you know, maybe they won't find out, you know? Right. Well, <laughs> now it's just like, you come back to the uh, hotel and you're like, I can't stand. <laughs> Or when yeah, you go back I to JoJo think... season when Wells is being mocked for having not kissed her yet. Right, right. And so I think that was that was so interesting to see how careful they were and how uh, polite they were um, in carrying over, I guess, the, the normal the normal dating, you know, rules of like, okay, or, you know, I guess some standards that like, okay, I don't kiss this person on the first date, but when you're on TV, it's like, it's a little bit accelerated. So if you kiss them, you're not, it's not looked down upon, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Um, what did you think of, um, the group date, uh, the group date invitations? I, it was definitely more of a, more of a thing. I love that it arrived in a box. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I thought that was like I'm just like in, in a box. There are group date boxes. I and was they were like, like, you'll get a box like this um, every for every group date. I was like, what? Usually, there's just a card. My first my first thought was, what a waste of money and gift wrap. <laughs> <laughs> I know that was my thought, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm such an adult. But, and then they opened sorry. the box, and there was just an envelope in the box. Right. There wasn't so anything like in the box but an envelope. So I'm just like, so the, did you just waste a box for no reason? Right. Don't spend that production money on a freaking box. Don't. <laughs> spend it on tailored suits. Right. Spend like, all your no. box money on tailored suits for your freaking bachelor. Right. Oh, gosh. Oh, those suits. Those suits. That's why there was a box, probably, because those suits are so boxy. That was, lame. <laughs> that was a lame joke. That was a lame joke. Don't laugh at it. <laughs> I'm not laughing at the joke. I'm laughing at how how hard you had to push to get that in there. I really did. I really did. I was like, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to say it. Um, but yeah, so who else stood out to you in this uh, season? None of the women, really. Yeah. Shannon, so was- Shannon because oh, she was Shannon, and then the way she was, and then Trista, obviously, who mm-hmm. I don't know how you don't pick Trista. Yeah. 
yeah, Trista was, she was super cool, super casual, super honest in her, um, I'm in like, I'm not in love yet. But then because he didn't propose, I'm just like, well, if you weren't going to propose, then why was being in like a problem? That's true. But I think for him, it was, it was because uh, Amanda was fun. Yeah, like, Amanda I mean, was, fun. was fun too. But I think for him, he was like, oh, this girl, though, she likes to dress in Wonder Woman outfits and cowgirl outfits just to walk around the house. Yeah, she she was definitely uh, different for that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think she would have fit in in these days. Oh, yeah, she, she would have fit right in with Hannah's girls. I mean, with mm-hmm. Peter's girls. Yeah, yeah. But um, I thought... What was also interesting is just seeing like the first moments of everything. Like the first, the first steal was a girl named Angelique when she was like, "Okay, let's. I'm gonna get the show on the road. Let me just uh, take him aside, you know." And then all of the girls come in from the other room and are like, "Well, we felt lonely out there." Blah blah blah. Now they would have sat and pouted in the separate room and talked all about her. Yeah, they would. They would talk to all trash on us on her. I- I thought that was so funny. There were so many moments of Alex's season, though, that I really, I really thought, "Wow, they handled that like such adults," and it was so weird. You yeah, know? I mean, it was very, like, it was a very different show. Mm-hmm. Like there wasn't, there's a bit of cattiness, but it was like normal cattiness. But if even cattiness is ever normal. And I think about the fact that this this show was only seven episodes. Mm-hmm. And but like. Considering how mature and chill everyone was, no wonder it was seven episodes. Right, right. There was no so, drama to there was no drama to focus on for an entire episode. Right. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember drama. I mean, granted, I, I was a kid, but I just don't. I don't remember it. Um, but I love the. Speaking of drama, though, there was the first aggressive girl. Rhonda, who we talked oh, about. Rhonda was hilarious. I love that they label her the first aggressive girl with her zebra print. She's yelling outside, you know. Um, she said the first, she's the first girl to coin the phrase, I'm not here to make friends. Um, and I love that they talked to her later on and she was like, oh, yeah, you know, but I did make friends, actually. <laughs> Rhonda was a hoot, man. Rhonda cracked me up and like just her then she had the first uh, she was the first aggressive girl and then she was the first dramatic exit yes like just because she couldn't breathe she was hyperventilating she had a (laughs) she had a panic attack because she went home Mm -hmm. and when she said Trista's what did she say Trista's here because she thinks he'll grow on her what (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what? What? I don't remember what she said about the other girls, but when she was like, there's other girls that aren't here for the right reasons, you know. She blah, said blah, blah. Shannon wanted like, to. Trista's here because he, because she thinks he'll grow on her. So Trista's just like, I'm going to stick around and see how long I can date this dude before I'm like, I'm bye. And then she, she said Shannon wanted a ring on her finger before she even showed up. Oh, that's right. <laughs> before she even knew who he was. I loved, I loved that though. Rhonda was killing me. Rhonda was like, I'm, I'm, I don't care. I, I don't care who you are. I don't care what your feelings are. I'm just going to say it. But even then, it wasn't like terrible what she was saying about no. the girls. She was just saying they were there for the wrong reasons. Right. Rhonda was just like, I'm just stating facts. That's it. Facts are facts, America. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, there was Rhonda and then Trista, Trista and Shannon, but even Amanda, like she was, she seemed fine. But there, right? There, I mean, obviously, it's a, it's really hard to for me to go back to this season and mm-hmm. try to look at it compared to the trash that we've gone through the last really three seasons with like crazy people and mm-hmm. dramatic endings. Like basically Alex said, I like you. I've known you for six weeks. You want to keep dating? And she said, sure. Right. That, that, yeah. That was the ending. She was like, okay. Yeah. And I love that. Um, when they, was it Shannon? No, was, was it Shannon and Lenise? They, they, Ron, together, it was Rhonda or, and Lenise. Ron, no, Rhonda and Lenise. Yeah, it's Rhonda and Lenise. Okay, because when Lenise, when he talked about how she was the first Bachelor Nation kiss, and um, he's like, oh, and he say something weird, like, we're going to put your lips in the Smithsonian. <laughs> I saw um, that. I heard that. <laughs> I, like, I heard that. But um, she was cracking up when she was, like, um, talking about his the kiss, and she was like, it, it was hot. And she was like, he really put it on me, and I liked it. <laughs> okay, Lenise. Thanks for your honesty. Thanks for sharing. Um, but yeah, and Shannon. Shannon was the first girl to get taken out on a night on a town to go dress shopping. Which is um, now a classic. And I love, 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 though, when they're on their one-on-one date, and instead of a country singer, an unknown country singer that we all have to pretend to know <laughs> and drop name drop him, um, it was just a violinist in the corner. Yeah. There was no square to dance in the middle of a crowd, you know? <laughs> they they no, hadn't gotten their cliches in order yet. It was just, hey, let's dance, or hey... There's a violinist over there. She's just really moved by it. Boring. I'm so glad they amped up their game. Absolutely. All right. Let's jump into Trista. Okay. Um. Wait. Do we conclude his season? Yeah. I, I said that uh, he decided he broke up with Trista, and then he asked Amanda to just keep dating. Oh, yeah. And yeah. they said that Before they, they dated too. for a while, and then uh, she said last she said on the episode that Basically, the distance of her, him being in California and her being in Kansas, they just couldn't work anymore, so they split up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, and she said it's been about six years since he's seen, or have, six years since she's seen him. I yeah. really just want to know where he is. Where is he? Maybe he'll be like the Friends cast members when suddenly he just gets an Instagram out of nowhere and you see that blue verified check mark, and you're like... <gasps> Oh my gosh, it's Alex Michelle. Maybe it'll be like that. I hope he gets Instagram. I don't, I don't, he doesn't really, if he has it yet, I don't think he is. I just feel like I need to know what he looks like now. I just wanted to look like a high school math teacher now. You know, does he, like, what's. Someone on Twitter found his LinkedIn. Really? Uh, Yeah, I don't remember, I don't remember uh, what it said, but when, because. Chris was just basically like, no one even knows where this guy is. Like, I mean, obviously Twitter doing what Twitter does best, tracked the guy's like LinkedIn down. <gasps> so where was he? I don't know. I saw him Monday night. I didn't care enough. Oh my goodness, Brendan. You can't just like break that news and be like, I didn't, I only read the headline. I didn't, I have no news to like actually share. No, it was, it was just a tweet. Like it wasn't even a headline. It was just somebody on Twitter. Like a, no, I'm saying like, you. Like a, like a nobody. You just like basically said the headline and then you're like, yeah, that's it. 
I didn't read the story. Okay, fine. I'll find it. I'll find it. You happy? <laughs> Whatever. But I want to know. I just really, I've never cared. I haven't cared where he was or what he was doing since that season ended. But now I want to know. I want to know where he is. According to Women's Health Magazine two days ago, he's still single. How do we know this? I need to know this. I'm going to, I'm going to find him. <laughs> but yeah, so Alex's season ends with a kind of sort of proposal to date more, which <laughs> could have taken a lesson uh, out of his book for Rachel Lindsay, because I'll never forget when she broke up with Peter Krause because he wouldn't put a ring on her. And he was like, I just want to, I want to date more, but with the, the idea and the goal of getting engaged. No, whatever. Um, what was I going to say to you? Oh, real quick before we move on, though. Um, where was Neil Lane and who was that girl? Right. I thought that she was like, oh, here we go. Neil Lane. Nope. And my note, my note about, um, her was Neil Lane doesn't talk that much. (laughs) She was just like, this is so important. This is such an important day for you, Alex. Which ring would you like? Oh, do you like that one, Alex? Like, girl, I don't know who you are, but stop. (laughs) Also, I did love, so important to bring up before we transition into Trista's season, I'm so mad about how close that camera was when he threw up on that helicopter. It was so (laughs) close. It was so close. I would have been like, maybe that's why he doesn't want to come out of hiding. He's like, I vomited on the helicopter. They're going to show that again. I'm over it. All right. So according to Yahoo Life, he's a managing director for Generation Consulting, a business consulting company. According to his LinkedIn, he added some detail to clear up somewhat vague title he's held for over four years. He oversaw a large project to drive corporate tax reform via social media marketing, citizen engagement, and collaboration with government officials and business leaders. He also regularly meets with tax professionals on the Senate Finance Committee and House Ways and Means Committee. Oh, interesting. And they are also confirming that according to Us Weekly, he is. they are agreeing with Us Weekly that it says that he is uh, single at the moment. Really? Wait, so what is this? I love that we're actively trying to track down this guy on, on the episode right now. But this Us Weekly says that Bachelor Season 1 winner Amanda Marsh reveals she's engaged and Alex is married. What? Yeah, as of a day ago. I'm so confused. Maybe he's, like, putting out false stories because he doesn't want us to find him. Well, if so, he's doing a good job. I'm going to straight up Jason Bourne this. Who's that girl? Um, who found Jason Bourne? Um, is it Pamela, Lan- Pamela Landy? Sure. It's been a while since <laughs> I've seen that. <laughs> Once again, the audience, whoever is out there is listening, knows what I'm talking about. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to find him. Like, she found Jason Bourne. I'm going to find Alex. And get to the bottom of this. All right, let's get anyway, though, <laughs> let's get back to Trista. So our girl Trista, she's trying to find love because Alex did not choose her, and she became America's sweetheart. It was fun seeing all of her interviews um, leading up to it. And you see her personality, yeah. how fun she is. Mm-hmm. I thought that was great. Um, but so yeah, so what did you think of these limo ex- entrances or exits or whatever um, of her season? I feel like the scale was a little upped with her season. Just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, for like, sure. They they had definitely, you can say that they had two 
very good seasons of success and ABC was starting to put some money behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was definitely some upped production value. And there was some hints of like um, things that we see now in yeah. the mansion. Just the way that it was. It was like, okay, it looks like it's filmed better now. But, but there was, I mean, once again, it was like, obviously, I think the thing that I noticed the most was that these guys were just normal guys. Yep. Like sure there were. was no, there was no Mike Johnson and Tyler C's where these like this guy is like a this guy's this is a legit model. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like her favorite guy, Charlie was it? Yeah, Charlie um, and Ryan. You know, um, I forgot what Charlie did, but Charlie was kind of. I mean, he was a good looking guy for sure, but he was super normal. Ryan was a firefighter. Yeah, you know, still firefighter. The craziest uh, one was that Jamie guy, the pro basketball player. Oh, yeah, yeah, that he didn't go to Germany to play because he was going to be on the show. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was, like, not only was that, like, the uh, the craziest job, but it was also, like, he was the most in shape. Mm-hmm. And I do remember um, Bob on there, the guy who was dancing. Bob Guinea. So, Bob Guinea, I remember he married a soap star. They're divorced now, but he married a soap star out of that. And I remember even there was talk of him being the bachelor because everyone loved Bob. I totally remember thinking Bob was wonderful. Didn't was so he, be, he became the he bachelor? Too, I remember. He became the bachelor. I thought. Did he? Did he? I thought so. I don't remember. Wait. Let me, yeah, he remember. he was the so he was the bachelor in the fourth season. Oh my gosh! See, I completely forgot. Yeah. I completely forgot. Okay, so then I was thinking that he, I was thinking that he was only talked about. Yeah. So he did become the bachelor. Yeah, he was hilarious though. He was definitely a fan favorite during that season. Yeah, how could he not be? He seemed like he just he like he seemed obviously like the most normal. Mm-hmm. Like you could tell, yeah. like he wasn't even like like this is coming from somebody who's not in shape, but like, he didn't even seem like in shape even. He just seemed like a like just a guy. Yeah, yeah. But Bob's cute though. No, he he was, he was he was attractive and he was definitely a personality guy. I think that was definitely like that was his for him that was his thing. Like he was a great guy to have at something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So when he started dancing, I was like, Oh my gosh. I I was so glad to see him because I really remember I remember really liking Bob a lot. He was super fun. He is Okay, so this is funny. There is only one, two, three, four guys on on the Trista season of The Bachelorette's Wikipedia page that have a last name listed. Really? It's just Ryan, Charlie, Russell, and then Bob. <laughs> Everyone else is either just a first name or first name last initial. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. So you can yeah, tell... I told I totally remember Bob marrying um, a soap opera star from All My Children. I think her name was Rebecca Buttig. She was yeah, really Rebecca Buttig. They were married from 04 to 2010. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I remember thinking, like, oh, my gosh, like, Bob was so great. And obviously somebody, he, like, he caught somebody's eye. So, but, yeah, good for Bob, though. I'm glad that he's he seems to be living life well. Looks like he has a wife and a baby, so... But, yeah, I don't remember other guys that really stood out. I have a note about, I think it was Craig. Um, oh, my goodness. Okay. 
So not Craig. Who was the guy? There's that a she, Greg. There's two Gregs. Greg. Okay. But there was a guy that she really liked that was talking a lot. And he was like, I understand that you really, you really, um, I feel like I can finish your sentences and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, I need to shut up so I can talk to other people. <laughs> yeah, that was Greg. Yeah, that was funny. Was it? Okay. But Greg, the other Greg that went, she went to his studio apartment. <laughs> that was hilarious. He tried to get a glass out for her with a lint roller. I, oh my gosh. I, I died. That, I'm just like, that would never fly now. I, like, I, they don't even go to their homes. They usually visit their parents, and then they, they usually, it's rare that they go to their houses. Yeah, that, that it was. hilarious in and of itself. But I'm just like, oh, this guy, this is rough. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she thought it was a, she thought there was a rat when he <laughs> when he gasped. I was like, oh, Greg, you're not. She, you're obviously. She not goes, is that your room? Your no, that's the kitchen. This is my room. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, buddy, this is not going well yeah. for you. Yeah, but I also love, I loved how with her date with Charlie when they were talking, and then she's like, do you want to get out of here? You know, do you want to come back and hang out with me? And it was kind of like like when they hung out, it was so normal. Like she put her glasses on. Did you notice that? Yeah, uh huh. Like, like yeah, I noticed that too. But it was, yeah, it was that was definitely crazy. It's just it like was so normal. I liked it though. I was like, this it was it was crazy that that's that was was normal then. Oh, but let's cut back though. Let's throw back to Alex real quick and his fantasy suite with Amanda. They actually have the camera in the room. That I'm just like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. that's not that that's not okay. Take I that out was, of there. Uh, right, I was like, wait, what's what's happening right now? Now Trista, <laughs> one honestly, Nick should just sponsor this podcast. How much I talk about him. Trista was of on course. Trista was on Nick's podcast this week, and he said that the camera crew was in their fantasy suite for hours. And the whole time they were, they were just making out the whole time, and she goes, "Look, guys, you're not getting anything else, so just go." Like we're not going Wait, to his fantasy or in her fantasy suite. Yeah, with her on her fantasy suite with Ryan. Oh my gosh, that's they, so awkward. They just videotaped them making out for hours. He and then basically she said, eventually she just said, "You're not getting anything else. This is all you're getting. So just leave." Oh my goodness, that's so shady. I'm just like, did you think that they were going to, like, get intimate with you in the room? Like, no, bro, get out of there, you creep. That's what was so strange, though, about that camera in Alex's season. Like, I I honestly was like, why are we seeing them? Why are we seeing him call room service? What what is happening? Why are we still here? (laughs) Because now, like, Fantasy Suite starts, they're there for, like, a little bit and then just leave. Mm -hmm. But then, like, then there wasn't any expectations so they probably, the producer probably like stay as long as they let you. Goodness, Ugh. and it was so awkward to me. Yeah, but I thought it was pretty hilarious. Um, so yeah, so her season came down to Charlie and Ryan. And what did you? What were your thoughts on Charlie? Charlie seemed like a nice guy. Mm-hmm. He did. I think that if. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I just want to apologize for the 
exhausted screaming baby ahead above me. Don't think that I don't hear it. And don't think that I don't think you can hear it. I'm sorry. It is what it is. He. Everyone's like, why is that? Why is that baby just alone by himself? He's with his aunt. He's fine. He's just whiny. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so Charlie, Charlie and, and Trista had some very good chemistry. I did like what they had going on. I did think they were sweet and they seemed very relatable. But her connection with Ryan was so sweet. Yeah, it was it was definitely if I think if it hadn't been for Ryan, I think they would have been good together. I think they would have been happy together. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think it would have been totally normal. It would have been I think it really would have worked out. But Ryan though, man, I had forgotten his sweet poems. And he was so like when he made her cry. I mean, dude, Ryan Ryan brought it. He brought his he A game really for did. He brought his A game for six straight weeks because he knew that's what he had to do to get her. And I love the fact that when he was at the rose ceremony or right before, you know, and he was like, She's keeping me around because I keep writing her poems, you know, when she gave him the rose and she was like, It's not just your poetry. I thought that was sweet. Like they were very cute. Yeah. And you could tell that she really did. She really was falling for him. And so I think it's, it, I think it's so sweet that that that's what happened. Um, but yeah, what did you think of the? What, what did you think of looking at the proposals or lack thereof in these two seasons? Seeing the way that it is compared to the way it is now. It was interesting because Nick also talked to Trista about this in terms of like, was there any pressure? to propose because he said the day that he was supposed to propose to Vanessa, he said the producers walked into his room that morning and said it's proposal day and brought the rings. Like there wasn't any discussion about what was happening that day. Mm -hmm. And then she said, no, there wasn't any pressure for me to, for him to propose or for me to accept. I knew I was there and I wanted to, but they didn't, they didn't put any pressure on them. To, pro- to propose or to accept the proposal where when, according to Nick on his season, it was just understood you will propose today. Mm-hmm. Because I think that there is a lot of buildup now. There is a lot of buildup compared to you, which I feel like that's interesting because I feel like it would, it would be the opposite that we live in such a modern era that we'd be like, well, we don't have to get married. But I guess because everyone loves a love story, we feel the need to watch these people get married or, to watch them get like to at least propose. So I think that's interesting. And there was, because the show has been going on for so long at the beginning, there wasn't like, there wasn't fan expectations of proposal. Mm-hmm. Like they had seen at most one proposal before Trista's season because Alex didn't. And I don't know if, uh, and was it Andrew? Was he, was uh-huh. he the second one? I, yeah, I don't know. Whoever this, unless he proposed, the first proposal they'd ever seen was Ryan proposing to Trista. So there wasn't any expectations. I where think now, probably, yeah, yeah. Where I now it's just like, yeah, Peter, you got to propose to Hannah Ann because that's yeah. what you do. Well, I mean, yeah. So I think that that is interesting. I also. I marked down, I think it was funny that watching Alex walk as opposed to Trista walking to him. Yeah. You know, it was like she's waiting. So then he had to go meet up with her. Uh huh. I thought that was really interesting. I was like, oh, wow, he has to go there. 
okay. Yeah, that was different too. But there was a. I liked it. I liked that there was a still an expectation where the guy makes the effort, whether it was his season or not. Yeah, but I did love and just to point out again, like um, I was saying, the way that everything was handled so maturely back then. Mm-hmm. The way that when she broke up with Charlie, you know, and he was heartbroken, but he's like, "I'll get over it. I'll move on," you know, um, and. Watching just watching this compared to the way that they cry or they get mad, you know, or they have this devastating conversation. I think back then it was kind of like, okay, I'll handle this myself, or I wish them nothing but the best. Like even Trista, when she was sad and she was crying, and she later said she was heartbroken then. But I think it's interesting the way that it was handled. It's just like an adult breakup. Yeah. Like okay, that happened. I'm gonna move on. Like now it's so much drama. So yeah. much drama. But yeah, so she broke up with Charlie. It was an it was a, an adult way of being understanding and splitting. And she knew that it was Ryan. And so with her and Ryan, you know, they they get to ride off into the sunset. And eighteen years later, they're they're still married. Yeah, still married, two kids. I love that. Where was he? Where was he? He was at in the Denver Fire Academy. Denver. Okay, because I was I was wondering somehow I missed that part, and so I was like, "Why isn't he there with her?" But I thought that that was super sweet the way that um, he surprised her and the things that he said about her, because you can tell he still really loves her. Yeah, still of her. Yeah, it was it was it was really that was a really great interview. Normally the the last interviews suck, but that one was pretty good. This one was really good. It was very sweet, and it was good to see their kids too, and they're like. Their son looks just like him. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I'm so glad that Trista set that good example of mostly it works out with the bachelorettes. The bachelors, not so much. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, but before we finish, though, what did you think of the new interview with Cassie on her and Colton's breakup? Did you read the articles or are you just talking about the interview itself? I'm talking about the interview itself. I have not read the articles. Well, she went off on her Instagram. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, first, let's talk about the interview. The interview was clearly uncomfortable. It it was uncomfortable, and it was clearly, like, she didn't want to talk about it, and he just kept pushing. That was so awkward. That was so awkward when he kept saying, like, oh, my goodness, and plus with COVID, and then with quarantine, and she was like, no. That's not what broke us up. <laughs> I was like, oh, gosh. But, yes. So, he did keep pushing. It was so weird. Um, and then the mention, the repeated mention of how nervous and uncomfortable she was. I was like, come on. Let the girl, let it go. Just let her talk. But I also was wondering why she was there in the first place. She didn't want to talk about it. Well, see, that's, she told them before they started that she didn't want to talk about it. And apparently according to her Instagram and the articles that came out afterward, this would, that was a part of a much longer interview that they cut down to just the part about Colton. Really? They talked about her time since the show. They talked about her schooling, her plans, how much, uh, how the family, how she's enjoyed her family time while she was, uh, during the quarantine talked about what she's been up to. Wow. Apparently it was a good size interview and they cut to only the part about Colton. 
my goodness. Which she specifically said before she didn't want to talk about. So, yeah, I was wondering about this, though. I really was wondering about how and why she was there if she didn't want to talk about it. Because if she doesn't want to talk about it, though, what else is she going to talk about? But, but they, that makes sense. Like, they, they've been doing this bullcrap the whole time. Like mm-hmm. that stupid segment they did with Nicole and Demi. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I did not need that. The, I I would have taken a I would have taken a segment of silence over that train wreck. <laughs> like all they were doing is just talking about the bad fashion, which we just covered. But they just but they disagreed on most of it. Right. Yeah. Demi's like it sucks, and Nicole's like I like it. That it, that didn't make any sense. That didn't make any sense at all. No, it was but a waste. I- but no, that entire the the ketchups. I'm mm-hmm. fine with the ketchups. Bring me ketchups of people from that season. Right. I, I, don't, I don't need the other people sprinkled in. I like Cassie. I've always liked Cassie. She's very pretty. I don't mind talking to her, but this is not the time for Cassie. It, like, it just doesn't make sense. Like I said last week when they had uh, Wells walking us through JoJo season, that was weird. It was, I mean, at least it made more sense. Right, but still, why don't we have the lead walk us through? I just don't understand. Because they try to save the lead until the end. But that's not fun for me. <laughs> well, no, it's not fun for anyone, but they're this stupid. This is what I would have done, Bachelor Nation. This is what I would have, how I would have done it. You have the person guide you through, the person who is living the Bachelor and Bachelorette experience, guide you through and let you know what they the, were the reason you have a The, the reason you have an episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I think it could have been a lot better. Um, hopefully, how many more episodes do we have? Four? Just one. I think, from what I've heard, just one more announced. We're, okay. They're, they're taking off next week. Oh, all right. Uh, something, they're doing some, they're doing some country music thing. Okay. So next week they're taking off, and then in two weeks is Brad Womack. Okay, I am excited about Brad Womack's because I've never seen his. And, and then, I just know that it was one of the most dramatic seasons ever. Well, which one? Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so both dramatic seasons ever. I was going to say, which one was the most dramatic? Because he's done maybe two. They'll do one, maybe they'll do it like they did Alex and Trista. They'll just put the seasons on in the same two hours. I think that's oh. what they're planning to do. Hopefully. Okay, good. So I was like, hopefully they'll do that. I th- and then that's the only ones that they've had announced. And that'll almost take us to the end of July. So then Brad may be the last one. I thought it was eight weeks. Maybe it is. I don't know. I, okay. I've confirmed that the only one that they've announced, the only ones that they've announced so far is Brad left. Okay. But that doesn't mean that they won't keep going. Mm-hmm. Well, I am a fan of the way that they only roll out the next season, you know, maybe like a week or two ahead. So you yeah. don't know who else is coming. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. I yeah. love the anticipation. I really do want to know whose season is after Brad's. Yes, and hopefully hopefully it's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Well, Brendan, did you have any more thoughts about the original, the the OG Bachelor Bachelorettes um, that we saw this week? Uh, no, I don't think so. The, the only news this week is that, according to Claire, her season is getting started soon. So I was talking with some friends of mine 
the other day about this and how uh, someone asked me, how are how are they going to handle this? Will she get a season? And I was like, well, it's coming up on Tuesdays, apparently. But with the second wave, the second summer wave upon us, do you really think that Clara's season is going to start? Uh, from what I've heard, they're already, like, it's in full, like, to, the pre-production is in full swing. I'm so interested to see the way that this is going to be. Like, how are they going to have to film this whole thing in landscape with the social distancing of well, everyone? From from what I've heard from a couple different people from a couple different places is that the entire cast and crew will be in a bubble, much like they're doing with the NBA and the hockey league mm-hmm. at this resort. No one comes, no one leaves. Okay. The only, the only problem with that is necessarily like the staff of the resort. Are they going to pay them extra to not leave? Because if they, if they do that, if the cast and the crew never leave and the people working for the resort and working for the show enter the bubble, don't leave the bubble and are tested regularly, then this could be a interesting season, but it could easily be a success. Okay. I am excited to see what the first season of The Bachelorette within a pandemic is like. And these guys are going to go extra crazy with no travel. Right. Oh, my goodness. There's no travel. Everything from intro to proposal is going to happen on that resort. Oh, yikes. Claire really got a crappy end of the deal. Which, oh, I'm so sorry. I don't know why I laughed. But if any, like, if anything, I would, like, travel-wise, this sucks. But she's done the other stuff. This is, like, if anything, this is going to make, I think this is going to improve her season. Because all these guys are going to be like, so I have to go. I can't go anywhere. I'm not doing anything. Like, there, there's less incentive for people to be a part of this season than any other season. That's true. So I think this will actually improve her success chances. Man, I am. I wasn't excited about Claire's season, as you know. I was not. I was very skeptical beforehand. But now I really am excited to see what the heck they come up with and how they come up with it. Yeah. What does it look like? I don't, what it, will it look like? Who knows? It'll be interesting. And I really I enjoyed her more. I listened to her two-part interview on the Bachelor Happy Hour with Rachel and Becca, which... Ooh, I need to check that out. I don't really like as much because Rachel's just too much for me. Like, I just can't with her. hmm But I'm just like, I was, I was down on my podcasts. I didn't have a whole lot left, and I had several working days left to go. <laughs> and I saw that she did a two-part interview. I'm just like, okay, I'll listen. And I pushed through the Rachel, and I enjoyed her... And I have, I always enjoy listening to Becca. I think she gives good insight. But I it was just it was it was really interesting to get to know her a little better. So mm-hmm. I would definitely recommend her her two part interview. It was good. Gotcha. So you like her now? I I am intrigued because she in terms of her like her voice and doing and saying what she's going to want to do. She kind of gave me, like, Hannah vibes in terms of, like, she's not here to, like, take the crap from people. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah, I Claire's always been like, I'm not going to take any crap from you. I'm going to be who I am. But to some extent, I'm like, oh, Claire, okay. Like, I, I'm just worried that she's going to try to pick a fight where there isn't a fight. She seems like, she talked a lot about how she was, in those first seasons, she was fake strong. Mm-hmm. This time, she says that she actually is strong. Like, she was weak, pretending to be strong. But now she seems like she's actually strong. Interesting. So I feel okay. like th- I feel like in that sense, this season's going to be different for her. Okay. Well, we'll see. Or is she fake strong this time? And she will be real strong the next time. <laughs> <laughs> no. This, uh, this is not a Nick situation. Oh, God. Once you're the lead, you're out. We'll see. Brad Womack. That's, I guess that's true. Anything is possible within this franchise. And also, another thing to bring up, do we know the status, the current status of Becca and Garrett? Uh, I didn't know Becca and Garrett were in question. Yes, they very much are in question. Because if you look at his Instagram feed, he said the 4th of July, he didn't post any pictures of her on 4th of July. He was with a child who I think is his nephew. And I was trying to do some some um, investigation to see what was going on because the last I heard is that um, since he did that um, Blue Lives Matter post yeah, they were taking a break she didn't know what was going to happen with their relationship oh goodness I didn't know that yeah so I was I, yeah I have not heard anything else I was just curious if you had heard any news well, um, clearly not because I didn't know they were on the rocks yeah, clearly not, since I didn't even know that they were, they were, they were in rocky, rocky waters. So I will, I'll have to keep my my eyes out. Yeah, keep your ears to the ground. I will. See, see. <laughs> Obviously, I All probably right, won't hear. Then, I probably well, won't hear about that on her podcast. So I'll have to find somewhere else. Yeah, I don't think she's gonna. I don't think she's gonna really talk about too much of her personal life. So. Not not until anything's official, at least. Yeah. So. All right, Ernie, another great episode. Like like we said, unless something comes up next week, I believe we'll be t- – we'll just go ahead. I mean, if there's no news, then there's no reason for us to record. I don't know what, how you think. Uh, no. No? Okay, good. Yeah, unless unless so some gonna crazy – We're going to take next week off. Yeah, unless we'll crazy news breaks and we have, to, we have to talk even for a short time – uh, we will plan to take next week off, and we will be back in two weeks to discuss Brad Womack's seasons. So excited about his double up! So excited! I've <laughs> never seen them. So I love this. I love the seasons that I've never seen. I love when I get to go into uncharted territory. It feels like you. I know. I was gonna say you mean every week. <laughs> every week for you. I'm so excited <laughs> that I can be. I can be like you for a little bit. All right. Well, enjoy it with me. <laughs> With fresh eyes. That's right, fresh eyes. All right, follow us on Twitter at Right Reasons Pod. Follow us on Instagram at Podcasting for the Right Reasons. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe and tell a friend. Yep, indeed. We are here for you and we'll, you know, we'll answer you back as soon as possible, too, if you Absolutely. have any questions. I don't really do that much, so I definitely will contact you back if you contact us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, just kidding. I'm never on, so. <laughs> It'll be great, though. Yes. Well, well, Brennan, it's been 
really great recapping the origin story. That's right. The, the, OD the very the beginning. Movies. All the firsts. Yes. So great. And as Chris Harrison said, you never forget your first. Which that I was, don't remember who he said that to, but I was like, shut up. It was just, yeah, it was a lot. He makes me cringe. <laughs> but now I'm going to go read all of these articles about Cassie. Oh, yes, they were, they, they were good. They were good. All right, I'll talk to you later, Ernie. All right, bye, guys. Bye, everybody.